Okay, awesome. All right. See, you, I was going to do that. Oh, my bad, my bad. I'll, I'll, I'll retract, i retract. I am the clapper. <laughs> Clap on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to... <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome welcome to the Reveal the Artist podcast. In this podcast, today we're going to be discussing very interesting topics. We have with us today, we have Raphael, we have Jasmine, we have Andre, and um, they are all in the Gen Z generation, and they're going to explain to me, a millennial, uh, current internet culture happenings and what I need to know in order to sound cool and hip. So, so what, so what's going on? Explain, just explain what is it like to be Gen Z? Epic. No, I'm kidding. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. I kid. Um, I mean, it's kind of like an interesting, like an interesting phase of life to be in, like where we're at right now, you know, being 18 and also like just, you know, how the way the world's changing and our generation is kind of like at the center of that either in a positive or a very negative light, and it feels like there's no in-between, you know? Yeah, like, at this point, there's, like, we're in the part where our, the people behind us ran so that we could walk, but now we're like, I don't want to walk, bro. Why do we have to walk? This is bad. We got to crawl. It's not... No! I don't want to <laughs> crawl. What is this? Y'all want to run. Like, come on, bro. What are, you, what are you thinking, Jasmine? I see your, I see the... the brain the brain working there no it's okay okay so we'll get we'll get back to that so i'll i'll give you some of my observations that i have about you guys uh first of all it's very cool to me that um y'all are just literally well first of all for context we just shot a music video today and i thought went really well jasmine our lead star and dancer was phenomenal and uh no thank you guys so much for and you guys i mean i cannot believe just everything that you all have done already by age 18 you have all this like amazing gear you know you all know exactly what you're doing i mean i have worked with with film people in their like mid to late 20s and even 30s who have no idea what the fuck they're doing <laughs> and you guys are 18 and you're excited about it and you're passionate about it and it seems like you like clearly know what you want and uh, that is something i did not have when i was 18 I, I mean, when I, <laughs> yeah, no, like, so, so what's the deal with that? Do you feel like that, that, uh, there's more pressure to figure it out when you're younger now? Uh, it's like, I don't know, kind of, cause you know, at least, you know, both of us are, we're first generation, you know, well, yeah, both of us like kind of first generation, like half, you know, um, so first like, generation immigrants what do you yeah, mean yeah like for example like my mom's an okay. immigrant mm -hmm. and there's like that that needing to like prove yourself at least personally i'm i don't want to speak for raf um like there's like like for me there's like kind of like needing to prove myself and you know like struggling with like not knowing what i wanted to be and still not knowing what i want to be and then like finding this like comfort space in film in this like place where i'm like truly happy and like building friends like that's kind of what like made me really want to like continue being into this and getting into this even more like, you know, past just being a high school class. Sure. So now, and, and another thing that I find interesting too is like, I wonder if there is a, as a difference between like what's going on with being in your generation here in LA versus like Tennessee. 
or elsewhere? Like, okay, so I want to hear like yes. comparing and contrasting different um, high school experiences. So what, like, what, what is it like? Uh, what was it like at your high school, Jasmine? So, so I'm 23. I'm a little older, um, but it was. It was really weird. So I was in the marching band. I wasn't necessarily a part. Oh my god! What did you play? I was in marching band too. What What did you? Do? I marched bass clarinet. Sheesh. <laughs> I was in I was in drumline, but I played. Drumline is cool. I played bass. I played. I started off in clarinet middle school. Played bass clarinet freshman year. Then switched to bassoon and concert band. That's and then crazy. I was. I played bass. I played bass drum and marching band. And then I was also in pit where I played like the. Uh, marimbas and xylophones and stuff that's nice that's nice it was it was a lot i devoted a lot of my time to that and same to dancing like high school for me i lived so far from my school i wasn't necessarily connected to like most of the people in the school because i would go to school and then i would go to band and then i would go to dance and i would spend all my time just stuck in my own little world but it was I mean, just the fact that I spent most of my time in my own little world and there wasn't much to do around there, except maybe like hang out in a Walmart parking lot. And that's not. Oh, my God. So <laughs> you're, what you're speaking to is very similar to my high school yes. experience. I So when I was a freshman, I moved from Westlake Village, California to Noonan, Georgia, which was like total culture shock, opposite experience. Um like I was in band in middle school in California and I was like brutally made fun of like for being a nerd or whatever. But then when I was in band, uh Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, was that a triggering statement? I don't know. We're the bullies. I, not no, 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 you were, no, you were bullying them. Nah, of course no, not. We of were the nerds, not. man. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then when I went to high school in Georgia, where everything is centered around football culture, yes. being in marching band was actually a very acceptable thing, exactly. social wise. Yeah, it, it was like a big deal. Hand hand. It was crazy. It was a big deal to be in marching band in the South. It's look, it's like it was a like big... football team, cheerleaders, marching band. Exactly, <laughs> we were kind of cool. I mean, everybody was a little weird, but we were. Oh, cool. band kids are freaking weird. Yeah. Yes, and a lot of like yeah. incestuous <laughs> stuff going on. Were you in band? <laughs> Um, my girlfriend was in band. What did she play? What did she play? Bass. No, yeah, bass drummer. Yeah, that's what she played. Well, so what was weird about her? <laughs> okay, hold on. <laughs> well, you said no, you were the one no. who said she was weird. Just, no, just the like the community behind like marching yeah, band. Sure, in general. yeah, sure, sure, sure. Not her. No, no. She was a good person. for the record. Yeah, for you can be a, you can be a good person and weird. Julianne, it ended right. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was your ex? Yes, dumbass. Oh, I thought she was dating that other guy that dated that other guy with that other guy. No way. Yo, cut this out. Cut wait, this wait. out. Yo, the whole like. None of them are going to watch this. Yo, so anyways, right? Dude, Austin, pop off. Watch this pop off yo, on dude. TikTok, bro. Sheesh. Yo, sheesh. <laughs> For the record, I don't say sheesh until Raph says it. <laughs> I think that's the rule. Yeah. No, but but what's weird about March is like is I I bet it's a little different and it's probably less socially acceptable to be a marching band in California. Um depends. Well, it depends on What's like the social hi hierarchy like in you know in terms yeah. of like what's cool or not? Like what's <laughs> like like you know the football team, basketball team, then like chess club, I don't know. Like what's like, where would you place things? Our high school was mostly, like, cliques. It wasn't, like, actual, like, true popularity, I feel. And the popularity was based off how many people know of you and know who yeah. you are. Mm -hmm. And the way people know you and the way people get, like, 
famous easily is if they were to be famous in your high school. Yeah, or, would okay. be if they yeah. have what we call simp energy. Wait, so simps are the popular kids? Because uh, you have to understand, there are like many definitions of simps. Okay, so my my definition of simp that I, as far as I understand it is like a simp is somebody who will just like go out of their way to like do anything for the girl they like or the person they like or whatever. Yeah, but it's more of if you publicly say that you are a simp and kind of monetize it like saying, oh, I'm a simp, be sad for me. All this sad music, oh, be sad. And then you'll love me. It works like that. It's easy. You see, even that dog is like, get, get me <laughs> out of like, here. Get me away from yeah. I, I ain't about bro. this simp type energy dog. <laughs> I mean, ja Jasmine, do you, what do you think about simpism from the female perspective? <laughs> like, do you want a guy simping over you? I'm actually I quite curious on that part. Don't want anything. Like, I don't want any kind of connection in my life that doesn't feel authentic and like true and trustworthy. And like, if we're falling into roles that we think we have to play, then it's not like that's just just a lead up to a toxic relationship. And I'm not about it. Mm. Period with a T. That's, yeah. right. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. Period. Period. <laughs> I mean, I have to agree with that. Like, simping to me is like cringe, like super fucking cringe, right? Not in the actions of like being nice to someone, right? It's in how I feel like the definition of simp has been like formed, you know? Like, people, um, I kind of like. If you're nice to someone, they will categorize you as a simp. Simp, oh, yeah, oh, you were you, you hold the you door open the open? door for her. That's so yeah. cringe, bro. You cringe, bro. You like, gave her the last piece <laughs> of your pizza roll, bro. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Can you let Brinkley out for a second? That's so interesting. Thanks. <laughs> uh, Did that dog dirty, bro? He was yeah, <laughs> I think you locked it. Yeah, there oh. you go. Then Just. Emilio is currently trying to. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right, that's right. He successfully opened the door for the dog. <laughs> now he closed the door. He's a man dog. of that's many right. talents, but he can barely open a door. <laughs> On next episode. Hey, <laughs> a lot today. Well, that that's so interesting because in the in the South, like we were, uh, we're very big on on Southern hospitality and manners. Ooh, this is good. I can't wait to get your take on this. <laughs> no, but like they would, we would even go as far as like when a woman walks in the room, you stand up for her. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Mm -mm. Asian it's culture, so very similar. What is this? Oh my no, no, but I see, I see where you're going with this and I agree to an extent. I want to hear your take and then I'll give you my take on your take. Me? Because okay. I think I know what your take is. <sighs> it's just, it's just like, there's a difference between like being polite and being kind and like, yes. If amen, if like it's just it's so exhausting to have to put on a facade every time you see someone sure. and like be fake and <laughs> be fake in that it's just weird. Like, well, what do you feel about even just like you're walking down the street and somebody says hi to you? Like, I'll say hi back. My only <laughs> <laughs> the, the one thing I really don't like is um, how casual we are with asking people how they are, mm. like. I'm very like, how like, are you doing? Oh, I'm great. How are you? Great. Exactly. Exactly. No, so what's like, up? Oh, I had a really bad day. Exactly. Like, <laughs> like if you, if sure. you're not, if you don't care, you shouldn't ask. Like I'm very much about, if I'm asking you, I really want to know. Let's talk about it. Well, it, it's very habitual. It's, Wait, then how do you do small talk? 
You What's don't. What's the point of small you talk? Don't. It's so exhausting. Well, I love what you were saying about small talk, Jasmine. Like what you get right into. You do get you get right into it exactly. with people. Just like say the thing that you said. Out, the opener. Like, that was so cool. Yeah. What's your opener? Again? <laughs> <laughs> so well, okay. So I am very passionate about sex education and like incorporating just like that part of your well-being into your daily life because it is a very important part of your life and so pretty much immediately once people know that i'm in that we just start talking about <laughs> everything involved in their life and so, this is, is this still what tell us about the most like casual transition like in the sense of like you meet somebody how long does it take before you're talking about their <laughs> sex life after meeting somebody uh it depends on the person um like it depends on how comfortable i can like how comfortable they are with the sure. subject like if i bring up so you vibe it out before. Yes. Like once I bring up where I work, usually I can gauge like how mm -hmm. they on based on how they respond, like how whether or not they want to start talking. And most people honestly just will start talking. Right. Like you can let them in. You can let Brinkley in. Brinkley's trying to get back in. He's yeah. don't so it. indecisive. Hey, buddy. Okay. He said it was oh, Brinkley's very in, in, he's very <laughs> indecisive. And see, now that you close the door, he's going to want right yeah, back out. He said that's no, that's good. no, but that's, yeah, cool. I feel that though. You, you got to get a vibe for people to see how open they are. Yeah. But if Talk they're open, you'll, get you'll get right into day. it though. Literally. Yeah. Like most of the time people are kind of itching to talk about it like with someone in in a comfortable and safe space. So as soon as I like open that door, the, like they start talking before I even do. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably a good listener. Yeah. You seem like a very thing. good listener. I love to know. I'm like, tell me everything about you. I want to know. So, but, so you're a dancer mm -hmm. and you did an amazing job again, by oh, the way, on the you. music video, oh, boy, Snaps, Snaps for Jasmine. Um, but you said, but you also said you were thinking about starting a podcast. Tell us about that. <laughs> so, <laughs> Is this, does this have to do with your sex therapy? Yes. Yeah. It okay. would be... So I'm kind of, it's kind of like a new wave of, of thought in like the sex education world where you like, you don't, anyone can teach anyone how to like have a better experience, but you can also just teach people how to have a better existence. And then that creates such a sex positive, like environment in their own life and in their own mentality. And it's just, just like opens up the world for them. Like That's right. That's right. You can just, <laughs> you just be a better person you can be more peaceful what is okay i have a question mm -hmm. for the for the kids you know it's funny what is, we what were is, like rejoicing about finally turning 18 and now you're calling us kids so. being kids it's a relative <laughs> term it's relative relative to where i'm at in life we're young i'm a kid though i just you know it's at all heart. about your Get energy yeah. it's it's your energy that you have um what is, what is sex i like right now um, non-existent. At school. What? No, like, it is existing. What do you mean, bro? It's like literally what like the health class telling you to like be abstinent. Mm -hmm. Like, well, you yeah. Like at Van Nuys High School, they tell you to be abstinent? Not, not theoretically, because like, we, we did take different teachers and they had different- You mean like for different, like one for boys, one for girls? Um, no, I, like more of like the Planned Parenthood people. They uh -huh. gave us like- Bro, I never had any of that people. shit. <laughs> is it, was that because you were in res? Okay, ouch, we get it. Like, no, 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 I'm serious because like, like that kind of like shows like the divide, like the like even more so like between like. Did you take schools. health online or? Health? Yeah, we took online health. That's why I was unprivileged. I had to get the class, you know. You know they didn't let us. They, but what? They did, said but what are they teaching about. you? Well, in online health, there was like 
two chapters on like do, do not have sex. I do. Sex <laughs> can give you everything wrong yeah. in life. I do. Can, I like, mean, they're not wrong. <laughs> you took health online, right? Yeah. You can also oh hell yeah! Did you see someone familiar in Quizlet? Yeah, I know you made that. Yeah, dude, like clearly, right? <laughs> Everyone just sees me because of that. It's crazy. Yeah, he had his um his Quizlet name for the health class as Asian Studios Media. So, um, so a little plug for the yeah, company. so a little plug for the company. Yeah, nice. everyone in my school just sees me. He's like, Asian Studios. I'm like, or what? Did they? Did I get recognized? Wait, okay. Like, I have oh, I have a question, like, by the way, real quick. So the name of your production company is Asian Studios Media. <laughs> Why Asian Studios Media? So, I'm 18 now. Believe it or not, I've been working on doing video production since 2015. So like what six years now? Six mm-hmm. years. Wow. So you started when you were twelve. Twelve? Oh my gosh, it's twelve. Hard plugs. <laughs> like I mean, like I was just—it's my dream, and like sure. At the wow. time, I was all like, "Well, there aren't much Asian people in Hollywood that I could be like, oh, it's cool, Asian people. I mean, like there's actors, I guess, but like behind the camera, there's not much I could see aside from like what white people. Not not to be racist. Not to be racist. Just saying. Just saying." It's there's a there seems to be a um, a lack of Asian representation yeah. uh, as, uh, from the production standpoint. Yeah, and I thought to myself, I want to try it out and see what happens because um, you know I want like I'm interested in film and I had my own plan planned out to how to do it, mm-hmm. but luckily thanks to Jake, I mean Zico vibes and you know. <laughs> Like some rappers, that the, the trap rappers, you know, lots of people, connections. Thanks to that, I'm able to do this now instead of do nursing, thank goodness. And is that what yeah. you were thinking about doing? So my plan is was to go to college for nursing, then go to the military. Then after the military, um, when I retire, start making movies because that's when you got the money. Sure. And then you could just pop off and you have the, you could afford to make movies. Sure. But now like... That being said, I don't know if nurses can afford to make movies. Ah, uh, dude, they 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 could afford to make movies and own a house. It's well, I mean, well, what kind of movies though? I'm like thinking like big well, production I mean, movies. Like you're gonna need help no matter what. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, short yeah. films is how you start out though. Sure. Yeah, it's just that more of like you don't have to worry about getting gear and then starting off like with your phone. Right. You could just like go straight to making movies instead of like doing what small gigs like making music videos first and. Doing which is literally what you're doing though well yeah but like <laughs> at least i could do it now right. instead of waiting till i'm like 60 i got sure. the money to do it but now i can't like i can't enjoy it because i'm old right. right now i could enjoy it while i'm young and vibing. yeah no, so i can good. make the mistakes and it won't like hurt as much that's great yeah, yeah. well what are you thinking about jasmine it's just it's interesting that maybe you guys are just like unique or maybe i don't know (laughs) i have a feeling that you are correct on that one i feel like every person in this room is very unique that's about in good ways but but what what were you saying though it just feels like like it's so nice that you're so young and you're able to follow your passion yeah that's what i'm saying i'm that's why i'm so blown away by you guys like when i was 18 like well uh, oh my gosh well when i was at when i was 18 i was getting ready to go on my mormon mission because i was raised mormon do you guys have any mormon friends at van nuys no i mean they're mormons that stop by my apartment we say hi close the door (laughs) (laughs) yeah 
<laughs> we're like, hi. Oh, what are you going to do? And they're all like, oh, do you want? Do you have time to talk about the word of God? Oh, we're Catholic. Uh, do you see that over there? <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's a cross on the wall. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, uh, there are a lot of Mormons in Southern California, but they're mostly in the suburbs. It's, Mormons like suburbs. It's funny. It's, I've never had. I live in the suburbs. I've never had a Mormon visit my house. Oh, it's because you live in the valley suburbs. The valley yeah, I'm suburbs talking more like different. Thousand Oaks and oh, like, Westlake. Oh, okay. And, yeah. So like rich people suburbs. I mean, Not yeah. Rich, more of well, like middle. Mm, nah, I mean the up, rich. They're upper rich. middle. Yeah. Rich. Well, Westlake and Thousand Oaks. Like when I grew up there, yeah, it was Mark not too. as rich as it is now. Oh yeah, no. Westlake oh, yeah. is ridiculous. Yeah. So it Gosh. used to be. So when I grew up there, it used to be kind of like what Ventura and Camarillo is currently. Yeah, which is like nice, but not like super nice. Now it's like ridiculously bougie over there. <laughs> there was a house. I went into this open house last week with this. Um, I was actually doing a shoot for the jewelry company that I like model for, and there was an open house across the street. So we just walked in. It was just, it maybe had like four bedrooms. It was nice, but it was at like one point five million dollars or something like that. And I was like, what? <laughs> yeah. What? That is insane. That makes no sense to me. No, the, the market is crazy. Like, I live in, like, Northridge, right? And so my house, my parents bought it 25 years ago for $250,000, and now it's worth over a million dollars. So I'm cutting out. Hold on. And now it's worth over a million dollars. Like, right. that Dang. is... He gets so epic. He's like, oh it's my over goodness. $12 million. Sorry, $12 million. No, I said $1 million. 1. 1.2. Like, yeah. Oh, 1.2. Yeah, like, about that. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, and, like, Reseda, like... Or Northridge, when you say like you're from there, some people give you like a side. They're like, "Really, you're from Reseda?" It's like, yeah, Reseda is pretty I'm... nice. Reseda is but nice, but the people <laughs> Reseda, there's like two halves. Like same with like Tarzana, there's like two halves on it. Like, oh right, on so like south of the, of the 101 up the hill, it's nice. But no, then like, on the other side, more like on one side of Reseda Boulevard, it's like nice suburbs. On the other side, it's just apartments only, right. and it's just like not as nice. Right. Like you can see like a distinct difference. It's like same with Tarzana, right? Mm -hmm. On one side of Ventura Boulevard, it's like bougie and like rich. And then the other side, it's just like not, you know. Have you guys. Okay. So you guys grew up in the valley. Have you seen that terrible Zac Efron movie where he's like trying to be an EDM DJ and he lives in the valley? It's no, but it sounds absolutely horrible it's familiar it's well, it's really interesting because it came it, it, it was released the same time as um as uh, the the movie with all the rappers that came out, straight out of Compton. <laughs> Sorry, that was no, 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 but no, no, but like listen, but listen though, it was the same time that Straight Out of Compton came out. So there was like two movies about music going on, and like one of them was like the real and legit struggles of like coming up out of Compton and like whatever, and then the other. One was like the struggles of like being, you know, a uh, upper middle class white DJ who's like depressed. <laughs> like, I mean, they're both <laughs> problems. Just oh, yeah, one sure. Is more I mean, one of them is a little more life threatening. Yeah. 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 One is like, you know, just like, okay, right. move to a different house. Like, right. The problems are solved. <laughs> so what so what what music is popular right now amongst Ugh. high school age? Don't ask me because I don't listen to it. Well, no, I'm not asking what music you like. I'm asking like, what do like, what do the, what are the kids listening to these days? Oh, Cardi B. <laughs> uh, pretty I mean, much. I was going to say I'm, Thought I'm Trap. I'm kind of fine with Cardi that's B, to be honest. Pretty much it. Thought Trap, yeah. Doja Cat. Yeah. I don't Wait, know. what trap? Thought Trap. 
thought trap. Yes. I mean, I know like what the music a thought you twerk is. to, basically. Yeah. Thought trap. Okay. Yeah. See, we're I don't know if that's new, an actual term. I just thought it was a term. But I mean, like. It kind thought of it kind of makes sense. Like yeah. if it's not a term, like let's hashtag thought trap. Like <laughs> yeah, what are what are some other terms that that I need to know as a millennial to keep up with? Wop, wop. <laughs> yes, as in the Still? song. No, just a term. Still, I don't I know. Mean, I don't use that, but I use it. I use it out of irony. Like yeah, I'm know. never gonna use that. So what else? Yeah. <laughs> Tell me something else. Vibe. Okay, yeah, I, I use that yeah. a lot. It's in my Instagram ha- uh, handle. So that's true. Okay, okay. You are a very vibey person. Um, hey. I don't know. Shout out. Like, I don't know. I don't really like use like a lot of like. I don't know. I'm kind of like out of touch. Well, explain the the like, the needle thing. Like, what's going on with oh, that? The, oh, the she. Uh, yeah. Sorry, well, sorry. we know she. she. <laughs> yeah, but like, what does the needle come from, though? I don't get that. Oh, the it comes from basketball player. Basketball player. I don't right. remember which one. Mm-mm. But it was the guy that makes that clean shoots. Oh, and, and it's then, like ice cold veins. Yeah, he's okay. too cold yeah. in the streets, in the court, you know? <laughs> and then he got ice in his veins because that's how cold he is. Right. <laughs> the vibe. Okay, okay, all right. That's cool. Yeah, and then the evolution is hilarious. So what is it like uh what is it like to date in high school right now? Oh. Uh, like what is the process well, tell me about like the process of dating like do you like s- approach somebody and ask them out on a date? Do you go on do people go on dates? Do high schoolers go on actual dates? Is this pre or after covid or during covid? Pre. Pre covid. Oh yeah, yeah. that's that's Does very that interesting to me too. Dude. Like yeah, dating wh- during covid is, is hilarious. So wait, wait, is there dating during covid? That like what happened? What not was that what I did, did that look like? Um, I personally <laughs> was fortunate enough to not date during covid. <laughs> Actually, I kind of sad that I didn't date during covid cuz I was lonely, but anyways, <laughs> during covid it was very interesting how creative they could be on their dates, such as how I assume y'all are aware of the social media dating sites. I don't know, like Tinder is pretty cool, sure. I guess, or Match, whatever. I've never yeah. heard of them. No, don't don't totally have an, an account. Tinder, Bumble, Hinge, yeah, all that yeah. stuff. Dang, you got like the entire cards in there. Oh my god, bro, dude, I get those commercials like all the time on Hulu. Like I'm just like trying to watch. Wait, just, do like, do high schoolers use those, or is that 18 and up? Wait, you will. I mean, no, like those those apps. There's oh, one yeah. for us. There's one for kids, which is kind of it's called. There's Ubo. a dating app for kids. Yeah, well, it's, it's not. Oh a, it's not it's, a dating it's, app. It's more of. Like kids meeting it's each a, other, a, but they use a, a friendship ma- app. It's a, a it's, friendship it's, app. It's, it's yeah. an app to make friends, but let's be real here. So like literally the whole format of it is like Tinder swiping, but they're friends. Yeah, but like and when you swipe. you're it purely off of their appearance. So it's And just not just Tinder that, they, they add tags, like your music genre and stuff yeah, there's that like, you can look at. Like, that's just like your bio. No one reads that, anyways. Like, let's be real here. I mean, they just see the. I don't know. Some people that I that that I totally don't have Yubo, but like people that I know <laughs> that are in Yubo, they like told they they like do read those because, as kids, at least in our generation, they don't know how to talk. True. So they take advantage of that to create conversation. Yeah. Because they weren't really taught how to make conversations. Yeah. One thing I will say, right. my one observation I have of y'all as Gen Zers, like. Y'all are awkward as hell. 
Yeah. So no, awkward. Yeah, oh I, my god. Yeah, I like it's funny because like you may think I'm awkward because I don't I, mean you personally. No, no, I mean like you like, as in you all. Oh no, no yeah, but like I purposely act awkward just to make it really <clears throat> awkward and intense for everyone. But, just <laughs> but I like I like laughs. that though. That's like a sort of self aware self owned that ends up being very likable and you know, relatable. Yeah, because like I I'm an awkward person in general. It's just that I try to I try to get rid of it by being even more awkward. So I could build that right. self-esteem, that confidence, you know, that character development. You know what I mean? <laughs> what I mean? Like, because we're our own Self-inflicting right? wounds to develop character. Exactly. I mean, like, that's of the course. way, right? That's like, the way. Who's yeah. going to do it but yourself, right? I lost my dignity in sophomore that. year. Like, <laughs> Oh, yeah, dude. When you're what in high happens? school, you're, you're, your identity disappears. You know oh, who yeah. you are. Like, at Hoko. Uh, Wait, what is that? Homecoming. Hoko. Yeah. Homecoming. So wow. You guys don't say Hoko? Like, I've never heard that before. Do you go, like did, you, did you have Hoko at Soho? Is that a no, thing? No, oh. we just had it. That's a missed opportunity. No, we just had it on the quad. No, we only do fancy things for prom, and even then, it's like, you know. Um, I mean, how? I, I mean, I don't know how you knew this. I didn't even know we didn't have a prom. <laughs> I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. That's a story for another day. But I mean, just short. Long story short, I went to prom freshman year. Um, oh, journalism. No, girlfriend. Oh, film. Your girlfriend <laughs> was a junior and you were a freshman? Senior. Whoa. <laughs> he got that big pu- He got mad game. He got mad game. He got game. He was going to say big Pulitzer Prize <laughs> yes, winner. Sir. Yes. That's what it was, right? Yeah. Yes. Jasmine's over here like, what the fuck am I doing? So. prom three times, so. <laughs> what, was prom, what was prom like in uh, Tennessee and Memphis? <clears throat> I mean, I was on the committee for some of it. Prom so. committee, nice. Yeah, so I kind of got to like. What'd you guys do? Did it. you have a theme? Mm-hmm. What was um, the theme? I don't remember most of them, but the last year was like outer space, and we like painted these planets. It was really cool. We had lights set up in this fancy little place, um, but it was mostly. It was always. I realized I was not a partier because it was always very disappointing. Like the buildup was exciting, but the actual event was just like, why am I here? I could be oh, just yeah. hanging out with my friends instead of watching people grind on people. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> like low key, high school dances are cringe looking back because either so at like homecoming, as I said, like you know, like I was like in the mosh pits, you know, like I was like grinding and doing all that stuff. Like, oh yeah, I remember I saw you. I was like, hey. I wasn't twerking. That wasn't me. That was another white dude named Andre Devansons. But <laughs> there's two of them. Wow. Yeah, there's two of them. Dude, I'm pretty sure I saw you because I went on my on my guys like like shoulders, like how girls do it on like concerts. Yeah. And I was like on his shoulders. But like, you hey. did that with it. Oh wow. With one of my friends. Yeah. Nice. Wait, hold on. Were you the one doing it, or were you the one getting it done on you? We were exchanging. Epic. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, as I said. Absolutely. Personally, dignity was lost in sophomore year, and that's kind of like when I started opening up. Um, I don't know what other people's high school experiences are, but like low key, I just learned to stop giving a shit about what people think. I think this is a good time to. I didn't segue. figure that till I was like twenty eight. I think this is a good way to segue to that one topic of the other topic you said. Yeah, I mean, the one topic of the oh, getting canceled. Yeah, because yeah, like I think social this is a good media time. is like you this know is a good time of, to transition. Kind of no, like this is uh, yeah garbage. Yeah, because like we have we like we had two experiences that were pretty bad. 
My mm, entire high school would have been canceled by today's standards. Oh, oh no, yeah. no, that happened. That happened. All of us got canceled, and then people just wait. Like, how do you get canceled in high school, though? Well, this? well, we have our own different stories. Mm. I'd like Andre to have his first because mine is pretty interesting. All right, so I got canceled twice. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the fact that we're talking with 18 year olds about how they got canceled in high oh, school. Yeah. Oh yeah. And this no. is a moment I will never I mean, like continue. Let's, for us we appreciate that it was only in high school, not when we were oh, a, yeah. adults. Adults that have our own like careers. You can say adults. Yeah, but this I, is yeah. a safe yeah. space for weird pronunciations. <laughs> no, yeah. Like getting canceled in high school like it kind of puts a fear in you that like it will follow you into your adult life. <clears throat> Even though, you know, it hasn't at all but because like basically what happens right what the dog doing what he's, the dog he's doing? very indecisive about being in or out of the <clears throat> room so okay so what how did you get canceled basically my ex made of up stuff about me wait which ex though your your ex yeah go on <laughs> so one of them made up stuff about me and then you know that stuff circulates to school sure and because you're a guy you can't protect yourself. For yours, is worse, too, because you're a white male. Yeah. Like, anything I say um, doesn't matter. Like, people, I can't defend myself. Um, especially on social media, I can't defend myself. So do people, are people talking about that on social media? Oh, no, yeah. I would, like, even, like, until, like, a month ago, I got someone randomly in my DMs who, like, I don't follow this person. And it was on my business account, too, if anything. Like, they DM me, and they're like, I know what you did. And I, I'm just like, I didn't do anything, you know? Like, if I did something, like, you tell me who this person is. Like, I'll talk to I'm, I'll apologize, because, you know, like, whatever I may have done, like, you know, like, that shit's not cool, you know? But mm. people make this stuff up, and then the rumors circulate, and they spread. And especially because it's with social media, like, if that's spread by the wrong people, and that can follow you for years. And I'm afraid it will continue to follow me, even though like I didn't do anything. You know? Yeah, your somehow your past always finds a way to. Oh yeah. To chase you. Yeah, and like you get people like random ass people who, you, who you don't personally follow, you've never met, but because they have like a connection to a connection to a connection, they'll DM you randomly and be like, "Yo, what the fuck was with that?" And you're like, "What with what?" You know, like. I don't wow. know. What, I don't even know what you're this talking is why, about. This is why I'm so glad I had a flip phone in high school. I, was, <sighs> I got a flip phone when I was 16. You know, I that's think all, my friends made the right choices because most of my friends, most of my friends aren't uh, from my school. They're from like middle school and elementary school and like their friends from whatever. And like we do like have like our discord and it's like a safe space and we don't care. Right. And none of them have social medias because <laughs> they know that it's just bullshit. And I'm just like, yo, I should like delete mine soon, but I need it for business. Yeah, exactly. For right. us, we can't delete it because that's for our, that's like in our jobs. Yeah. And like for me personally, I can't delete it because that's my only way to contact my friends because we don't use numbers. Yeah, exactly. People don't give their phone numbers anymore, which is kind of What? Yeah. yeah, no one gives people them. Yes, for your Instagram. I mean, numbers is more for like if you want that personal connection and not a lot of people do that because they don't want that, multi, you know, they just prefer like. Social media because it's multiple uses. Numbers are girlfriends, boyfriends, and um, family, and family and close friends, like very close friends. Wait, so I have literally everybody's phone number in this room. Have I crossed a boundary that I should? Oh uh, no, have no, this is this is more of like an adult thing. Like okay. you guys doing this as adults. Like this is like as us growing up. Like this, us we need to 
like focus on but like as kids that's not what we do kids no, I mean, do like, not exchange phone numbers anymore yeah yeah like wow. I, especially if you want to like go out like like nowadays people they're like hey what's your snap what's your Insta? what's your ig you know it's not right. even number yeah. that's why like nowadays that's how you're able to like attract more people on dating they're like ooh, they want their number whoa right. you know wow like so, i grew up like my dad was always like i don't know i was always like the kind of person to ask for a number right and then in high school like it slowly started waning away from that because people were like you want my number like are you trying to like become my boyfriend I'm like no I, we're friends i just wanted your number like wow so if you ask a girl for their number you're implying that you want to be in a relationship with them either yeah. that or just you want something closer so obviously a relationship in that end whichever yeah. kind of relationship they wow. might think that is is up to so, them so so even oh, Sheesh, I'm like rethinking <laughs> everything that I do now. Yeah, oh that's my. what makes dating more intri interesting oh now gosh. because they add more steps to it. But it allows it to give them more security. <laughs> what were you going to say, Jas Jasmine has thoughts. Just, we just, uh, we're just playing games and we're just morphing those games mm -hmm. into different games. Exactly. And exactly. it leads to all these unhappy relationships with like... That's the like art a, of there's a relationships. Pattern. We just yeah. like see the pattern. It's not working out and nobody is like taking the time to be like, Okay. Actually, Jasmine, I care to ask as a female. <laughs> like, I, I like to, for my, for, for as, I'm just curious. Okay. Like, as a man who has been single for <laughs> quite a bit, I care to ask what are some strategies that guys do to you that you don't like? For example, do you prefer if they ask for your social medias or your, mm -hmm. uh, your number and what's the connotation between those? Yeah. It, how well do i know this person or do i know this well let's let's role play here i'll okay. I'll, I'll role play with you okay Ooh, so <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, i'm gonna like, i'm gonna learn some zico vibe technique i'm learning here zico okay <laughs> okay millennial so. learns how to date how to date how to date gen z millennial learns how to date that might be that might be a joke but honestly I could already we, see the TikTokers right now. But like, uh, we need like it's let me, dating. Okay, is so let me really okay let me tell you let me tell you yeah, exactly, what has exactly. worked for me. Okay. Okay. So oh, wait, what I has, need to take notes. I need yo, to take no, notes. no, but but I don't know if like my <laughs> strategies work in this new context though, because maybe it's like too much, too. Bo okay. So first of all, like I will just straight up be very clear and like say like, I'd like to take you on a date. <gasps> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's so yeah. crazy! How dare you? What? Oh, that's, oh my gosh! Tell them. You. Dude, he's an alpha. He's an alpha dude. Is Signal that? <laughs> does that? Male. I mean, how do you how do you feel about that? Well, I, so I think I have a very uniquely open perspective okay. when it comes to it. Like I am very passionate about like honest and open communication. So sure. like whatever your intention is, like let's just get that out of the way first, and then we don't have to be guessing and trying. Right to, like, there's so it I out. feel like there really is so much guessing mm -hmm. that goes on and in, so in much Cali confusion. specifically. Or yeah. at least in the cities, because here, like, yeah. everything is based mm -hmm. off, not games, but games. Yeah, it is It is a game. If you, because, like, or I don't want to say games, more of tests. Because yeah. yeah, girls, tests. they test the guys. Mm -hmm. You know, I've done a lot of research for my own personal use, and I failed them myself I multiple mean, times, but, you know, it's... Like, <laughs> ouch, I'm hurt, Maddie. Ouch, dang. <laughs> Ow, She's just feeling. like, damn. <laughs> I mean, this rejections, I, it, I, I appreciate it because this rejections, it helped me practice. So it hurts less. You it know? is good. 
That's why like you miss 100% yeah. of the shots you don't take. Exactly. I mean, that's kind of like how I look at it. Like honestly, like as I said, like I stopped giving a shit what people think. Uh, like I will ask like if I if I think like you know like I'll ask you out, right? I'll be like, "Hey, do you want to go on a date?" right? And if that is an offensive thing to ask, obviously you're not the right person and I'm just going to move on and you're not you're not in my like lineup anymore, Leo. You know? Right. Jasmine. Like he got a lineup. <laughs> Jasmine. I don't mean. Man, dude, they're just me asking like girls. No, oh, you know what I mean. He got a lineup. No. Just no, no, no. That's how you know he's a Sigma male. He got an abundance mindset, not a scarcity <laughs> mindset. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my gosh. god. <laughs> yes. Jasmine, what do you, what do you think about um guys paying for dinner on the first date? Oh, please, as a poor because because <laughs> I've heard I'd love to like, because hear. I've heard Dutch, uh, different bro. opinions on yeah. this from from women. Yeah. Um, on one hand, they want somebody to prove to them that like they you know can like take charge and be a provider and you know will be a gentleman oh. and all this stuff. But on the other hand, I've also heard input that they don't want the pressure of feeling like they need to give something back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's very um, especially like sexually. Actually, I, I can't, you know? I can't, I'm curious. What type of female are you in that end? Yeah. So, what do you prefer on a first date? Like, do you want somebody buying you dinner, or do you want to like split the bill? I want whatever makes both of us comfortable. Boom. <laughs> like, well, what makes you comfortable though? Usually, I'm not big on people doing things for me or like accepting things from people like that. Like, I wouldn't. I would for sure want to pay for my own stuff unless it like was something that they really, really wanted to do. Like, and it depends on that relationship, but right. like, like me buying dinner for you tonight and everybody else here in this room <laughs> that obviously had nothing to do with anything like that. But that was just for me, that was like a thank you for an amazing day. And you guys were amazing. Oh my gosh. At the shoot today. Oh, yeah. it was great. Yeah. So, oh my gosh, so that's, great. that's chill. Yeah. That's chill. Yeah. But, um, but you would that be a turnoff if a guy was like, oh, like, can is it okay if we split it? Mm -mm. That's not a turnoff. No, I'm. <laughs> You're very I independent. Have yes, like, that's independent. right, independent <laughs> woman. That's right, that's right. <laughs> I, but I've literally we need more women like you in this I've world. I've had like, like at one point I had five jobs and I was like a full time Shoot. student. Like I was, it was. <sighs> I've had gone with like. 28 cents in my account for a week like not knowing how i'm gonna make it to work like i've been i understand that money is not like access to money is not equal like sure so i'm not gonna I'm man not gonna i i feel you that was like when i first that's mm. when i first moved to la Whew. first first five months that i moved to la that i was living that life Did we live and in la and we are, are in that life see now. you got and one thing i will say like who take advantage of the fact that like y'all grew up here and y'all's parents live here like yeah honestly that's the only thing it is a struggle to move here yeah, yeah. Like, it is a struggle like, I, i'm thankful that yeah, i have exactly. my, my room to fall back on like yeah. yeah like that i i have that option i'm thankful that andre has his room that i could fall back <laughs> on <laughs> but you know what i have a bunk but what i will say though <laughs> is that there don't also don't let that become a comfort zone for you because there's something to be said about like you have to make it work or else you're fucked Exactly. That gives you this like drive and motivation that will like make you accomplish things you never yeah. would have accomplished if you weren't like, you know, if, if you didn't have your comfort zone. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would have been a completely different person had I stayed anywhere close to home. Like, 
I didn't grow. I didn't become like who I was or who I actually am until I was out away from everybody that I knew. Like, wait, hold on. I, I don't want to break up the conversation sure. real fast, but Emil, can you check? Because the camera only records for 30 minutes at a time. Yeah, we're at 42 minutes. Did it Sorry, stop I should have Damn. <laughs> That's right, from the top, from the top. That's from the top. <laughs> it's a backup? Yeah, just like set like a timer for like... Sorry, I totally chance. forgot. It, we, yeah, we aren't going to go too much longer anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be... Bless you, bless you. Bless you. Oh, yeah. I feel like you... Yeah, we'll we'll be done in like 10, 15 minutes, if that's cool. I'm done, okay. yeah. But yeah, there's something to be said about uh, the the struggle, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and what and what it allows you to accomplish and the type of person it it turns you, mm-hmm. it, it allows you to become. Um, I, I know people, well, okay, so there's two different types of uh, kids I know who were like raised in rich families. There's friends of mine who were raised by rich parents who made them work hard from a young age and didn't give them shit and were like, no, you we're going to teach you how to earn money. Um, and they turned out great. Mm-hmm. You know, they turned out to be like normal human beings. And then I know people who came from like an equal amount of privilege when it comes to how, you know, the their families and how rich they were and their families just kind of gave them everything and they never learned what it was like to struggle. They never learned how to work hard. They didn't learn. And in that process, you don't learn how to problem solve. You don't learn how to be creative. And they're just kind of a waste of space. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. It's I, good to hear someone say that about progress. rich kids. Yeah. There's no, I don't think there's anything inherently wrong about being rich or raised rich. Because, I really don't. Oh no. like you always there's nothing hear wrong that, with it. You always hear that in not rich kids, you know? Like, what do you mean? Because, like, in here in the Valley, there are two types of people. The poor people that try and the poor people that do drugs. That's you know? true. That's poor people that try and poor people that do drugs. When yeah. Like... Because, like... Or I think that the more accurate thing is just, like, the poor people fall off. But then there's also rich people who yeah. are lazy and do drugs, too. Like, the laziness yeah. factor is not just, like, within being poor. Well, yeah, no, but, like, in this is in the Valley perspective. Okay. Yeah. Because in the Valley, there's, like... Or like how Andre said it, like people fall off. Yeah, I think that like the way that it is, at least like from my experience and from people I've seen, like there's two choices. You either are on that grind and you are like pushing for yourself. And by the way, at any time you can go between these two states. But, you know, obviously the longer you're in that state, the harder it is. To go back up. Yeah. Like the longer you're slacking off, and the longer you're just like wasting your time and your life doing like stupid shit, like, and just like focusing on like inconsequential like stuff, like like the the flex and all that stupid shit, you know? Clout. Yeah, exactly. Clout. Like I know people, like, and like I respect having like shoe game and stuff like that. Like looking good, like shoe game. Yeah, like having, oh, like yeah. having good shoes. Yeah, yeah. See, I need to catch yeah, up. Yeah, so on many. How I describe, <laughs> dude. So many people like. I've just never heard that. Shoes. I'm like, oh, you got great shoe game, bro. And like, th- I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I don't. I have three <laughs> pairs of shoes, by the way. I do not. Are you have sure that this game. isn't um, boomer? <laughs> no, <I> just <laughs> Damn. And we just got kicked out. See you, Paul. <laughs> 
Well, you no, see this the is good. I'm here to be called out. I'm here to be educated. <laughs> anyway, but go on. You had some, you actually had something really profound that you were saying, and I interrupted. Like, I feel like a lot of people get hyper focused on like looking good to the outside world without looking good to themselves and to like their inner image. You know, like <laughs> okay, getting some oops here. Okay. But like, I mean, like personally, like. I suffer with like body dysmorphia, right? And like, no matter, it doesn't matter like if I'm wearing fucking Gucci or if I'm wearing what I'm wearing, which is from Ross, you know, like $5 everything. Yeah, exactly. And like my entire outfit is from Ross and Goodwill. Yeah, that's you know? what's difficult about the people in our generation. They they prefer like short term, you know, they like to wear like something that would give them exactly. appreciation short term. That's how you see the difference between people like, me and Andre, we were simple, you know, like as long as it's fashionable, it works. Yeah. But like a lot of people in our school, they're like, no, Gucci, you want that Gucci? Yeah, dude, I see Where's like, your ice, bro? Come I see on. Like, Where's the sheesh? Yeah. That ain't no ice, bro. Come on, like, I've seen like some like, like, you know, like you can have your style, like that's cool, you know, but I see like some cringe stuff with like people with like all off-white everything and like they have like these like literal like things that look like bulletproof vests and it's like style. It's like they're like their style. I'm like, dog, you spent like literally a thousand dollars on that belt like and you're complaining that you don't have enough money to work on your car exactly. or get a job or a house or an apartment or go to school college exactly like and i'm not just saying school as in like just college like trade school or even just like building your own business yeah just like even to just like do what you want to do in life you can't yeah. do it because in at least in cali like you need money to do something yeah you no. like to do anything yeah. exactly <laughs> like to make money you need money to make money yes. yep. i mean money brings happiness like to a degree because at least in cali at least you're self-sustainable seventy-five thousand yeah. dollars. what no th there's an actual study <laughs> wow. so money yeah will bring you the richer you get for, starting from zero the more money you get, the more happier you will be until you hit $75,000 and then it plateaus. I mean, yeah, that's like, but when you, you go from like 40 to 50, you get happier. When you go from 50 to 60, happier, 60 to 70, happier, 70, 75, happier, 75 to a hundred, same oh. hundred to 200, same. Yeah. Okay. So 70,000, that's when I'll be sad. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, I, I see that though. Oh yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. That's enough money. Because for that's you just enough to like to feed yourself and to like have a roof over your head. Yeah, just to be because if you don't have those things, you're not going to be happy. Yeah, because exactly. you're not going to have stability. You so you're always just going to be struggling, and you won't be happy if you struggle, right? Yeah, you don't have the space to exist when you're struggling. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's actually yeah. it's really expensive to be poor. <clears throat> yes, yes, oh, yeah. exactly. It's so expensive to be poor. Like I'm, I'm really it's true. Happy. It's true. You know, it's you'd be surprised how much expenses pile up when you're poor, yeah. and then when you're like what rich you don't really care about expenses you're like okay i'll just yeah, pick up a like, dollar you get a cheap car right like you get a, like a 900 hundred dollar like camry right and then that camry's brakes break yeah and then you have to fix those right and then that 900 hundred dollar car you just bought turns into a fifteen thousand right. dollar car or like how much does it cost to have bad credit how much does it cost mm -hmm. to rent versus have a mortgage yeah exactly. credit card debt piling up yeah you know they it's it sucks you know so you just got to fight through it. I have much respect for all of y'all, though, because, again, when I was your age, I mean, even when I was 23, like that's, God, I sound so old. <laughs> when I say that, I swear I'm only like 24. 
but <laughs> I believe it. No, it's it's uh it's really inspiring because I feel like I took the scenic route in life to you know to I mean that's figure good out stuff. That's good to take that's the scenic fine, route. Yeah, because right. you're able to enjoy your youth. You know, us we're on the grind. This is basically us enjoying our youth. But, but you are so enjoying it though. It. No, yeah. Well, yeah. It's just that you know we work right. hard. You know right. what I mean? Like when we right. could just be doing what normal kids do. Like well, I mean, I was, games, well, right? uh, that being said, I was working hard too, but I also like was working hard and didn't have as much direction mm. or I thought I had direction, but it was a little unclear and like, I still didn't really get it. And I just think, I think it's really cool. And I've, I've much respect for y'all. And I think it's, it's too bad. Like, I feel like, I mean, it's probably because of the way our families were because yeah. the way I was Immigrant born, families. Well, not for no. me personally. No, well, well, because I was about to say, I feel like immigrant fan, like when you come here as an immigrant, you like they tend to work harder. Well, That's yeah, because the reason why is because but when you come here, it's like how you moved here. You start off with zero in a sense, right? But with them, it's more of it's like you're being birthed to a new world. You're learning a new language. It's like you're learning how to walk again. You're coming you gotta with work like really you're hard. coming with debt, exactly, and that that's time. Exactly, you have to adjust. You know? Exactly. Yeah, you don't have time to like take the scenic route, which is unfortunate, you know, because when you're when you're an immigrant, you basically bring your problems to your kid when you come here. Like because like I guess my parents are immigrants in a sense because it like they did come here the like they did come here, you know, it's just that they were able to adjust, which I can't say could be done with my other or with other pe- immigrants. But like you're able to like you you get you get that mindset that you need to help them, right? Because in in our, like we were raised that oh like you were you, you we brought you here so that you could get a good life and we're working hard for you so like when we yeah. get old like we like what's gonna happen to us like come on you're just gonna leave us here you know like you better be grateful for every damn thing you have because you might not have that tomorrow exactly you know that's why like it's difficult for us that's why you see us work hard because like you know you you've personally mm-hmm. seen what my mom has to do and like, you know, like <laughs> no, it it, it shook seen. me. It shook me to the core. Yeah, it's it really did. I mean, when you're, uh, I don't, you know, you can tell me if you want to cut this out later. I mean, I pre- um, it's okay. No, you know, so just, like, you, don't you'll say have any to names. talk to your just mom though. No, just don't say it. any names. Just don't. No say names. names. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. names. But you're like, when she was telling me like everything that how hard she. First of all, she's a works night hours. Graveyard, yeah. You know, graveyard shift, mm-hmm. and. All she ever, oh my God, I'm going to start crying right now. I mean, all she ever talked about, Raf, was how like everything that she does was so that she can help make your dreams come true. Like, yeah, I know. And that's why I work I hard. Wish, right. And it's not just the fact that also she works hard, but the things she has to do. Exactly. As a nurse in the night shift. I mean, and the things she had to do for me. I just want to clarify. As somebody who is like suffering. I just want to clarify because there might be a connotation because my mom is a nurse assistant. So she basically does the worst things that a nurse does. Yeah, exactly. So oh, yeah, exactly. I just want to clarify that out And there. I didn't know about that either until, so there's like different level. There's like the the main nurse and then like the nurse's assistants. And the nurse's assistants do like the not fun stuff. Yeah. The nurses, they just give the medicine or, right. you know. Right, and then exactly. The, the nurse assistants, they basically babysit you. Right. I mean, for example, and I'll just throw this out there. So for example, I could not move. I couldn't sit up. I could not take care of myself. I couldn't do anything. And so 
wow, we're gonna get we're gonna get really deep here. Uh, no, your mom had to had to clean me up. Yeah, like I I saw the lessons that my mom has to do. It's she had, she had to clean me up. She had to like wipe me. She had to like take care of the catheter that was in my penis. Yeah. She had to like. Well, you did the catheter, not the not the condom cut. None of those. You did no, the, no, with the one that goes that goes in. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that feels. Oh, that hurts. Oh bro. god, uh, sympathies. Yeah. So she yeah. she had to like sterilize every and like every few hours during the night, oh, in addition no. to like taking my blood pressure and making sure I was alive and other stuff too that I have kind of blocked out of my memory. <laughs> yeah, that's to a good be thing. honest. Uh, for uh, like a month and a half. And then, like for the last part of my stay, I was she didn't have the you know she didn't have to do all that stuff because I was able to take care of myself a little better. But and but you know, and I feel like what she had to do with me was probably not even that bad compared to like a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was pretty bad, but like <laughs> yeah, like the the things my mom has seen, like I know that. If she's watched a horror movie, it it will it's nothing to her. Right, but the way that yeah, the way that she talked about you, and it just didn't even seem like a big deal to her. It was like, well, yeah, of course I I'll do this for my son, and I just remember that impacted me so hardcore, and I just knew I needed to reach out to you and work together. I feel like, and it's not, and here's the beautiful thing about it though. Like this isn't just like a, oh, I'm like returning your mom the favor sort of a thing. Like you're incredibly talented too. You're like incredibly talented and I would not have, I mean, cause you know. I mean, cause like I'm only doing this because like, like it's either do this and work hard now so that I don't have to later or I have to sure. go do the original route, do sure. nursing, you know, all of that. And right. Like I could just do that easy way out, but right. that's not that's not what I want to do with my life. Right. You know what I mean? But the the passion and that, it's too late now. Right. Anyway. And the passion that your that your mom has was really in, for you was incredibly inspiring to me. And I see that same passion in you that you have for your work and for you know for filmmaking and yeah. Oh so, my gosh, I'm gonna anyway, cry. This is our Oprah moment. <laughs> anyway. Um so yeah, we'll end on that note, that Damn. very somber note then. No, it's not somber. It's beautiful. It's really cool that we're all here hanging out now and everything's good. Um, but yeah, thanks guys for everything y'all did today. No, thank you. Thanks for having yeah, us. No, it was Great. a huge success. And now we're uh, just going through all the footage. Maybe we'll check this out before we Woo! head out. Um, no. But yeah, like and subscribe. Woo! <laughs> yeah. Reveal Yay! the artist. <laughs> 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 and uh, we'll see y'all later. <laughs>